0: Oh, it was—it was just like a sentence too late. Oh man, just
1: Turbo, you got gallery recording.
2: I just sent the request.
0: Speaking of gallery, Matt Blake is apparently a gallery because that's what. What did you do? How do I? Why am I seeing you like that?
2: I don't even know how to do that.
0: You like that? Okay, you don't know how to
3: find the Zoom, but you know how to do that i couldn't i couldn't figure out well, why I, I clicked the link to do the zoom and i thought by now zoom would be boomer proof but apparently you, it's not i
0: think you clicked the matrix or something you're like freaking neo over there
2: he's so white that zoom thinks that he's the background and the walls aren't
0: <laughs> he's <a> white screen
2: <laughs> amen
1: so translucent is <laughs> hey,
2: minnesota man. winners <laughs>
3: It's brutal, man. You don't even know. That's a great open. I'm
2: going half in.
3: I'm going half in.
2: do a whole new level. Are you snowed in yet? Matt? Blake?
3: we are snowed in. <laughs> oh gosh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we had snow. We had snow like the day before Halloween and there was snow on the ground when we were out trick-or-treating and it melted and then it warmed up and it was like it was in the 60s last week like the last day of the last the average last day without snow here is november 19th so we are we are embracing global warming and loving every minute of it (laughs) i am bullish on global warming (laughs) burn fossil fuels Crack, burn coal. That's, Vive- That's Vivek's line, isn't it? That's right. His, I know. Yeah. I love it. Get it done. Warm the earth up. Let's go. It's freezing up here.
1: <laughs> That's great. That's great.
0: <laughs> y'all, did y'all hear, uh, what's his face? Dean Phillips? Yeah? Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Just yeah. From
0: Minnesota, Matt, do you have any other information you can sh- Did you do the episode yet, Matt? Yeah. Do you have anything you can share about him? That wasn't shared in the episode. Not that it's important, but like, have you heard of him before? Because I've never no, heard. Of him. No. But he—that's basically but, what he said. Like nobody's going to know who I am.
3: Yeah, but I don't. I'm not in any way engaged in politics, especially local politics. So I have no idea who the the representatives are from Minnesota. Well, apparently, his, he lives. Apparently, he lives in the area.
2: It's his representative. Doesn't.
3: Oh. <laughs> Your district
1: what
0: is he a is he a a rep or is he a senator I don't know I think he's a rep
1: what are we drinking tonight boys I've got spiked eggnog milk <laughs> spiked eggnog <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> got bullet bourbon usually, usually
1: oh is it a water night Tony what's a water night
0: he's still getting over himself I mean uh he's still getting over his sickness
1: what is that fresh look at that doesn't that look cool yeah, what are you doing? Can you go back to normal?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I was just trying to do a cool background like Anthony does, but it clearly didn't work. Just like his. Ha <laughs> ha, right? Get it. No, I don't get it.
1: I, I didn't get that either.
0: His background?
1: Oh, because he's in a white room?
0: <laughs> no, because... <laughs> <laughs> there was a comment about Matt doesn't think that the... Be... <laughs> on his chest. no that's
3: a that's a really cool Mary Kay AI kitchen timer you got there on your picture, Anthony. Thanks, man. You want one for seven hundred dollars? No, I'll pass. Thanks. That- much I, I already have one. <laughs> First gen. I sent the video. I think.
0: Is that really how much it is?
3: Yes, and and then twenty four dollars per month.
0: Wait, really? It's a there's a monthly. Fee- Why is everything subscription? Of course,
3: hate- of
1: course. I hate that. Here, here, I'll start sharing, and we can we can just dive right in. Do it. Can
2: we can we review our stats from the we, last
1: hour? We will. We're looking at. Oh, okay. Anthony, Tell us about the AI pen. Well,
2: so literally, this thing lives on you, and it can do anything that it, you want <laughs> or it wants. Um, it can, you know translate for you you can have search stuff and it's like got a camera on board so it can uh like see what you see i guess um and it projects onto your your palm there like that video was showing um it could take calls from your mom um um and and it also like sees the gestures of your hands and like that's how you like go through the menus and stuff like that could you, go,
1: could you go up to someone and like start messing with them like just like pinch and do stuff <laughs> like in front of their pin
2: probably i mean uh, unless it's like bio synced with your fingerprints or something i don't know but
0: guys guys this is someone's attempt to body cam the entire world
2: oh yeah isn't that what phones gonna do anyway or...
0: Oh, because you can keep that in your pocket, but this is literally a body camera. Like right. disputing, like when you litter versus like when you like murder somebody. Like I <laughs> think that that's a casual. <laughs> I said it like I was like, oh yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean now? But like if it's actually that mainstream, like people are going to be exposed. That's why it'll never. Yeah. But oh, that's why it's never going to work. It's a total invasion of privacy.
2: Well, that's that's the whole thing with this, you know, technology and having this AI assistance and everything. Like, where's this line drawn for your uh, privacy versus convenience? I mean, that's I just kind wondered, of the...
3: like what Anthony. What makes this artificial intelligence? Like, what about this as generative AI? Isn't, it, think... just, isn't it just responding to your commands? Just like, is this just like an Alexa? It's you AI. Know, AI. on your AI. on your shirt.
2: I thought the demo said that. It has onboard chat GPT on it, but.
1: Look, you you said right. the guy who, uh, one of the Apple designers did this, right? Because this definitely looks like. Oh, yeah. It
3: is it is it is 100% Apple. Yeah, I mean, the guy is, I think the two co-founders were both Apple product designers, but I mean, it is Apple. I mean, the the, the font of everything. I mean, everything is the exact same. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
2: it's just interesting. I probably wouldn't get one um especially at those prices but uh i just think it's interesting to see where the technology is put trying to go but ultimately i think i don't know i think i'm in the middle but i can see your side of it not blake oh um,
0: well, i would just like to mention how i am now especially because i'm probably the least educated on this stuff but uh based on what Freebird said in either the last episode or the one before that Like he was basically like questioning, just like you were, I think, Matt. Like, what is AI? Is it really AI, or is it just basically like new software? Like that's like when he said that, I don't know why, because I feel like one of us has said that before, or somebody said that. I'm like, I don't know why it took him saying it. Probably because he's got more credibility. But I just when he said that, I was like, yeah. I mean, it seems like it's all software.
3: (laughs) Hey, Gabe. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Hey, Gabe. I like your hat. That's a cool hat
2: our guest contributor first guest contributor of the night Gabe what is
0: AI (laughs) hold on hold on okay he can hear you now
1: Gabe what is AI
0: what's AI tell us what is AI (laughs) you can't
2: see
3: nobody knows say hi Gabe you're getting so old buddy oh my goodness I like your hat I like your hat. That's a cool hat. That is pretty cool.
1: What's
0: Cappy from? Mario Adachi. Oh, that's
3: yeah. right. Okay. Oh, Mario. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Want to go back Yeah. Are you
0: ready to go now? No, just very soon. Okay. <laughs> Come in too.
2: See, Matt Lewis, if you had a AI pin, you could be like, remind me to... <coughs> set, uh... Yeah. Do what you need to do.
0: (laughs) I have a human to do that for me and he's five years old.
3: (laughs) He is AI. (laughs) He knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're going to do next and he knows how he's going to thwart your plan.
0: (laughs) He's probably smarter than (laughs) the AIs we have right now. So yeah, at least based on his current input, I'll just say that.
3: That's great. (laughs) Will, how is the new babe?
0: Yeah,
1: she's good. She she um, she doesn't like to sleep and she doesn't Ooh. like to be comfortable. She screams all the time. I re- I it, it's really it's just sad. I think she's just got a lot of gas, but she's only three weeks old. So I think she's just getting used to existing.
0: Right. Surviving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most nights. I mean, every night's 50 50 if we're going to sleep or not. Uh, But, you know, some nights it's three hours, some nights it's five. Sure.
3: So, but no, nah, yeah, we're doing good. So, those are good and hard
1: days. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, just grateful that she's here. So, uh, hashtag blessed. <laughs> but no, she's good. She's super fun, super cute. I mean, she was a week old when she got baptized. So, she's already saved.
0: <laughs> we'll see how she does with her works first.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of. What, what kind of corporal works of mercy has she a, a, a completed yet? <laughs> <It's> achieved. <laughs> She's sanctifying her parents, so. But have uh, you bought her any savings bonds or indulgences?
1: <laughs> no. we'll start her 529 after Thanksgiving, but um,
0: do they have a Black Friday sale on, on, on 529? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs>
1: that's great um yeah she's good well i uh i have another sort of open i wanted to do with you guys so uh speaking of purchases and black fridays i finally was able to procure something that i'm going to send a picture soon that is sitting in my driveway
3: Oh, sh- no, oh no not true no no, no. no you, bought a, not, you yeah. bought a hat <laughs> you bought a
1: hat yeah congrats <laughs> i have a pic no i have a picture of a model y in my driveway You're staying it's with not you. yours oh because it's a it's a oh. rental right oh it's mine it's not a rental i own it all right so anyway um <laughs> i just sent you the picture
0: oh it's the same one that Matt did. Like,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's wow. a nice looking hey, You better watch nice that, man. Car. They might
3: eat that stuff.
2: What is this, a Tesla for ants?
3: <laughs> Anthony, you probably have the one I sent from last year. Oh, yeah. Hey, Saved look, on your phone.
0: it you will be up actually,
3: in 10 seconds.
0: It actually looks more <laughs> like the, uh, the, the Mustang Mach-E. Yeah,
1: don't tell Elon.
0: Maybe it's just the model.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Hot Wheels. So, but yeah, that's pretty cool. It's more than I got. I'm I'm glad that you guys didn't believe me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a chance. Just because Matt, just because you knew the insides of my finances. No, I just
3: I could tell the way you set it up. <laughs> that's fair. I could tell you've had one too many eggnogs eggs snugs.
1: yeah
3: i don't even know why I, said
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Spike it with.
1: I mean i did not put that much bourbon in it at all okay it's a bourbon spite. Yeah. man it's delicious um
3: cool so yep. um will Yeah. um i hear you're gonna do a demo for us tonight
1: oh yeah baby um yeah well first let's actually before we get into that let's talk about like cuz we're going to talk chat but like i love to talk open ai and first i'd love to just show you guys like the the stock price for microsoft oh, such <laughs> a beautiful site such a beautiful site i i purchased it around uh right about there so oh, man could
2: have been better but you know
1: yeah i know so i bought it at 315 it's at 373 right now is that good is that good why isn't that good just
3: giving you a hard time
1: it's amazing but guys i mean i think i think it's okay for me to fully disclose i own a whopping two shares so
3: <laughs> can you can you pull up the uh, can you pull up the american airlines chart <laughs> sure no
0: you got to pull him out of the water or are you about to tank?
1: That shows you how much I know about what's going on right now. Show okay.
3: us show us where you purchased American Airlines.
1: Right about there.
3: <laughs> it's a wash.
1: Let's call it a wash. <laughs> <laughs> I bought he American- owns
3: a whopping two shares. <laughs> no, I own way more of
1: American and I need to get rid of it. Um, it's, the chart we're looking at says 12, 13. Uh, I bought it at like 15 something. so. And my southwest stock, same story. So not yeah. No bueno. Gotta get out of the airlines. Um but yeah, I mean, um I pulled up actually since we're talking all these things. Oh, do you guys want to talk NVIDIA real quick? I know we're kind of bouncing, but
0: yeah, we'll just keep talking around books, sure.
3: (laughs) Why don't why don't you click on the one year chart for NVIDIA and I'll tell you where I bought it? All right. So go all the way down to where it says 150 $150. dollars
2: oh man
3: that's where I bought it I bought it throughout summer and fall of 2022 mm. and it's at 499. congrats in 11 months so- what's really incredible though it really is incredible if if you if you take it in the context of the massive blow up of open AI in the course of a weekend where approximately 90 billion dollars of private market cap was was destroyed but then you look at a company like Nvidia which you know is obviously you know very deeply engaged in in the AI world but that was like a 350 billion dollar company at the start of the year in January is a 350 billion dollar company and now it's a 1.25 trillion dollar company 11 months later oh my goodness I mean, they've added like $900 billion of market cap in 11 months. And they just reported earnings today. And on a year over year basis, they they grew their revenue. I mean, they tripled, they tripled their revenue on a year over year basis for like, I mean, that's what companies with, that's like what companies in their first and second year do is like they triple revenue. Mm-hmm. Companies that have been around for 20, 30 years in our multi-hundred-billion-dollar companies, <laughs> you know, you're like pleased when a company of that size grows at five or ten percent. Can grow top-line revenue at five or ten percent. For them to triple it is is ext- just in- it's insane. Um, and then on like a on an earnings basis or or a, like a net profit basis, they increased profit from six hundred eighty million dollars in Q three last year. To 9.2 or 9.4 billion this year. They increased profit by 1,256%.
2: I got in a one year. I got a notification about that. It went from 58 cents per share last year to $4.02 per share it's, right now.
1: Yeah.
0: So, what uh, month did you buy all this, Matt?
3: What, what
0: month did you buy all that? January,
3: summer, summer and fall of
0: twenty two. I think you said eleven months.
3: I'm just, I'm just, I'm not talking about since I bought it. I mean, I actually, oh, I bought it. I mean, I, I bought it basically at the same price as that. That so was pretty pre- much started. Chat. The, it it kind of started around started the year around one hundred and fifty bucks a share.
2: That was pre Chat GPT,
3: right? I bought it pre Chat GPT, yes, yeah. but of- I didn't buy it pre Will. GPT.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> That's right. No, but
0: just d- born that summer, summer 22, 22. What? When was your last child born?
3: Summer of 22.
0: So, would you stay in the same amount of time given the amount of time that you focused on each of these things your NVIDIA baby and your real baby? Which one has grown more?
3: Uh, in market cap, NVIDIA. Mm.
0: So maybe maybe you've been putting a little bit too much time into your... In-
3: Here's the beauty, though, Louie, is uh, I have done nothing to help NVIDIA grow. I've just participated in the upside while I've hung out and played with my newborn.
0: Oh, so the same as what you've done with your human baby.
3: Keep trying, Lou. Keep trying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right.
3: Anyway, so, uh, that, was, that was pretty funny. Congrats um, to but-
1: all NVIDIA owners.
3: Yes, yes. Good job, yes. Anthony. But I think but just in the context of what happened at OpenAI, where you had a company start the year at a thirty billion dollar private market valuation and were within, as I understood it, weeks away of closing, you know, a ninety billion dollar fundraising round. Uh so you know, a triple triple market cap uh for open AI over the course of this calendar year. And then and literally one moment in time have all but destroyed it. Potentially they they bring it back, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I have pulled up the the open letter from employees to the board of directors at OpenAI. Um, so I mean we can kind of it's not actually that long. Um, but it is pretty incredible. I mean how
3: many signatures are on this thing? Scrolling down. It's like seven hundred 700. Yeah, and they have 770 employees. <laughs> and <laughs> Microsoft said, Microsoft said, whether you want to work at OpenAI or Microsoft, we're open minded about it. All right. And we'll pay you whatever you're making at OpenAI.
1: Yeah. That's incredible. Your actions, the letter reads at the the final statement, your actions have made it obvious that you're incapable of overseeing OpenAI. We are unable to work for or with people that lack competence, judgment, and care for your, our mission and employees. We, the undersigned, all 702, may choose to resign from OpenAI and join the newly announced Microsoft subsidiary run by Sam Altman and Greg Brockman. Microsoft had assure, has assured us that there are positions for all OpenAI employees at this new subsidiary should we choose to join. We will take this step imminently unless all current board members resign <laughs> and the board appoints two new lead independent directors such as Brett Taylor and Will Hurd and reinstates Sam Altman and Greg Brockman. So pretty uh pretty awesome to be so straightforward. I mean, I don't does anyone have any insight as to what happened as to why they the board wanted uh, Sam Altman, Altman gone. And then um, Matt, you had been texting us kind of like, you kept saying like, this will be the greatest case study. So can you kind of just explain why, like in terms of the value and even like, I guess I had seen a tweet that said like, this would be the cheapest acquisition in history or something like that. So like kind of
3: going into the nuts, nuts and bolts of all that. Well, I don't know about that part, but I think that... um you know, based on what the what the board has said, which is something that's been really interesting. I know there's been a lot of conversation around it. Is that they, you know, on a Friday afternoon, you know, as everyone was was leaving for the weekend, they put out a you know a statement saying that he had been, you know, removed from his duties and basically had been fired uh, from OpenAI, and they said that it was because he had, um, you know, basically basically wasn't communicating well with the board. Uh, So kind of this broad sweeping, nobody really knows what that means um, kind of thing. Uh, And I think something that's just really intriguing about it is that, you know, when a founder gets ousted from his own company, it, it happens. Um, It's rare, but it happens. But usually when it happens, it's like in a time of crisis Uh, there's something you know, there's something burning to the ground and the board, you know, is in an attempt to try to save it, will, you know, oust the CEO or or whatever, do something like that or the founder. Um, but this is literally a company that is like can do no wrong. I mean, it's an it's an incredible story. Um, you know, as others have put it, in every way they're firing on all cylinders. I don't know exactly what that means because I'm not Obviously not that close to the company. Um, it's a private company, so you don't know what their you know financials are or anything like that. but certainly by far the quickest company to get to a hundred million users, um, I don't remember what the exact time frame was, but it was extraordinarily faster than the second fastest um, you know company or platform or product. Um, so the fact that they, you know, ousted them over communication issues is mind-boggling stupid unless there's something else going on. And so I think over the weekend, that was a Friday afternoon, which looks bad, right? Is like, what are you gonna? Are you like trying to like sneak it, sneak it in so nobody notices? Like the most iconic and talked-about company right now in the world, you're just gonna like sneak this thing through? I don't know. I just don't get it. Um, obviously, that backfired massively. And then, um, you know, I think there was a lot of speculation of, well, in a situation like this, surely he, surely he had done something illegal. Um, apparently he's a, he's a big time deal maker, you know, so he's always working on side projects and side hustles. Apparently he was a Sequoia scout. Uh, so what that is, is Sequoia. I don't know if they still do this or not. Sequoia is a, a, a huge and prominent venture capital firm out in Silicon Valley and they would hire scouts who basically um jay count from the all in podcast used to be a a sequoia scout and as i understand it they didn't they didn't make a salary but they could go kind of hustle and bring in um bring in deal flow to the venture capital firm and kind of vet ideas you know meet founders meet startups things like that and then bring them to Uh, you know, the partners at Sequoia to potentially make investments in. And then if they did make an investment and they had a successful exit, they would get some, you know, compensation. Uh, They'd get some kind of slice of that pie, you know, in a, in a liquidity event. And so apparently he used to do that. Uh, He ran Y Combinator um, for, for a number of years. So he's just a, you know, he's kind of a hustler. He's a deal maker type of guy based on what everybody says. Um, and stuff that I've read and listened to. Uh, and I know that he had just spent a couple of weeks in the Middle East uh, trying to acquire funding to launch a kind of side project for an artificial intelligence chip. So basically, a competitor to NVIDIA. And so um, there's a lot of speculation that maybe they were just, you know, he wasn't focused on the business. Uh, there was also speculation that. Uh, one of the co-founders, and I can't remember his name. Um, uh, he's from somewhere Eastern Europe or something like that, but uh, he was one of the board members and he's the one who told him that you know he was fired. Um, apparently, he is really, really big on AI safety and Sam is pretty liberal with, let's just try it and see what happens uh, kind of thing. And so there, apparently there were some disagreements around that so there was there was speculation around that but i think the bigger thing was surely he had done something illegal you know because if it's if it's if he's lacking communication they sit him down and they say hey what's going on we don't think you're focused you're not coming to the board meetings you're not communicating well you're not being clear with what you're really working on all this kind of stuff you know why don't we give you a different role or another issue too is that he's not he doesn't own any equity in open ai apparently that's been the big conversation. He doesn't own equity and open AI because it started as a foundation. Then it kind of transitioned into this, you know, for-profit entity that was kind of like this weird quasi non-profit for-profit, but the for-profit part was capped at hundred X kind of weird stuff, but that he didn't own any equity uh, in the business, which if you don't own any equity in the business that you're spending all your time on kind of makes sense that you would be perhaps focused on side hustles and things like that. So it's kind of like aligning everybody's interest. You just sit them down and have these conversations, right? Um, they didn't do that. They just fired him. <laughs> so um, did he do anything illegal? Did he not? Um, I think that was really the big question over the weekend. And the fact that the guy who fired him, one of the board members and one of the co-founders uh, sent out a tweet at like five o'clock at four o'clock in the morning saying that he apologized, that he had made a mistake. Uh, And that he didn't mean to cause any harm to open AI, and he hoped that he could work with Sam and the rest of the team and kind of make things, bring them back how they were 24 hours ago. Um, So that kind of in itself just kind of speaks to the fact that there wasn't anything, you know, potentially fraudulent or illegal going on. Um, The fact that, you know, he was saying that he had made a mistake and this kind of stuff. So um, anyways, nobody knows the board has not made a statement since then. Uh, they put out this one thing and the whole world is blowing up over it. Not actually, but like Silicon Valley is at least. And they they haven't acknowledged anything with it whatsoever. So um, that's kind of what happened. Obviously there's more to it because uh, Microsoft owns 49% of the company. Uh, Microsoft isn't happy about it. Um, you know, you've got the CEO of, of Microsoft Satya and Nadella who put this huge, you know, investment into open AI really quickly um, kind of in the heat of the moment. You know, everybody's all about AI and generative AI like overnight um, after chat GPT launched and they made this really big investment um, which is kind of interesting because now the, you know, Nadella is talking about like, Oh, we need a new board. And it was like, where was that? a year ago when you made the investment or nine months ago when you made the investment, which is just a part of a, 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 normal due diligence process is to understand, you know, governance and board members and who has the power and who doesn't kind of thing. It d- seems like they didn't do that. Um. Anyways. So, <laughs> so Microsoft who needs to, you know, they've, they basically aligned their entire product roadmap to open AI uh, and chat GPT with, incorporating chat GPT into search. Um and I don't understand this stuff very well. Will you probably do better than I do. Anthony Louis doesn't and he's gone anyway. So who cares? <laughs> um but co-pilots for Microsoft Office and, and all of that kind of stuff. Like everything they're doing and everything they're innovating on is around open AI and you know this LLM of chat GPT. And so anyways, I think I think Satya Nadella felt like he had to get something out there before the market opened on Monday morning. So throughout the middle of the night, Sunday into Monday, you know, he negotiated that Sam would come work at Microsoft with, with this Brockman guy who, who quit, uh, was also a co-founder and quit um, with Sam after he had been fired same day that they would start a kind of a, you know, an advanced AI research team within Microsoft and Sam would lead that team. And then, of course, that led to all of you know, the employees saying that, well, we're going to quit too and just go work at Microsoft. Um, and so you have a $90 billion company that literally is on the brink of zero if they can't figure out a way to get Altman back as CEO, which means they have to fire themselves as board members. Uh, it's just a fascinating, fascinating turn of events, and it happens so, so fast. So I don't know. I hope that does it some justice. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but at this point, there's still a lot of speculation on what's going on. Um, but that's, I think, that pretty much covers at least a, a high level overview of what's going on.
1: Yeah. No. Thanks for that. Yeah, it was good. <clears throat> All right. The good stuff.
3: Loot brew. Yeah who <laughs> doing his taxes because he <laughs> never filed his taxes and he's at risk of going to jail.
0: i good. I'm actually, I fi- I had to, I had two subcontracts <laughs> uh, from this past year for gigs and I, I filed, I ordered the wrong tax forms. So I actually can't do them. I ordered the 10, the miscellaneous instead of the NECs.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Sounds like you need an excise tax software specialist. Yeah. I
1: Louie, whenever I place that order, I always order like a bunch of forms, even if I don't need them. Like I ordered miscellaneous NEC and a couple others.
0: So. Yeah, I thought I did that. And and to answer Matt's question, I literally ask Will this probably the same question every year. <laughs> Which one do I order? How do I do this?
3: Yeah, that's no fun. Last thing I'll say before before Will GPT does a live demo of incorporating Chat GPT into his his work um is that i think one thing that's just really fascinating about this is that microsoft put in like 10 or 15 billion dollars into open ai and took a 49% stake when this was like a 20 or 30 billion dollar company and then boom within 9 12 months it's now a 90 almost 100 billion dollar company uh and kind of overnight just by hiring two people over one weekend the business is, is either going to go to zero uh, and they can basically acquire, <laughs> they're just going to acquire all of the talent um, for the cost of the employees, right? So in like kind of a crazy turn of events, they could in a way potentially just own 100% of open AI without having to buy open AI. Yeah right that's what so, i was
1: saying that's what i was saying earlier when i was queuing it up is like it could be the okay. cheapest acquisition in history
3: yeah it would yeah it would be i mean they would just be hiring employees so i don't know i don't know it's gonna happen but it's, it's really interesting
1: yeah well speaking of i, I with with feo and all the things i'm like i just i want some extra help with some of the stuff we're doing um and so i was like i'm just gonna I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to pay for open AI for, for chat GPT. Um, and man, guys, it's been incredible, but yeah, one of the things I was inspired to do was create like a liturgy GPT. I'm calling it liturgy AI. Um, Your GPT. And, huh? Liturgy GPT. Oh, that's good. Damn. That's good. Liturgy GPT that's really good (laughs) he's going back to the drawing Uh, board now (laughs) litter
0: like cat litter
1: so what's really (laughs) cool what's really cool about it and i still have to do there's a lot with like if you look under the hood well i'll show you in the hood later but um there's a lot of um there's a lot of cool ways to train and and it's actually it's like simple in one way and then it's complicated because um Because the GPT, like if I, when I ask it a question, if I were to ask it the same question, it's going to answer differently. So, you there is a way for you to set up the rules of like how do you answer, what are the blah blah blah, but you almost have to feed it every single possible prompt if you want it to answer a certain thing. So, like, I could say recommend an entrance song for Easter. So,
3: I'll click this, and so it'll do its thing. Can you, can you just explain what we're looking at? So is this is this chat GPT, but you have customized it and you've customized it yourself and it's it's being trained off of all of your data?
1: Yeah. So I've trained it off of our the Novum Publishing catalog. And so um so yeah, I'm I'm it's like a custom GPT through chat through OpenAI's chat GPT. And so I've uploaded all of the lyrics plus some other metadata around every single composition, including like the author, the CCI song number, blah, blah, blah. And so it's got our, our whole catalog. And then I've even thrown in a few like Vatican documents. Um, and then I'm telling it, go look at the USCCB's website for the readings um, and and all these things. And so I can say like, like the prompt that we just did was recommend an entrance song for Easter. And so it kind of has all this this stuff. Oh, Easter is joyous and triumphant, and we celebrate the resurrection. Considering songs from the provided catalog, I I recommend just as he said, composed by Rita and Stephen. This song beautifully captures the essence of Easter with its focus on the resurrection. The lyrics, all is just as he said, he is risen from the dead, directly resonate with the Easter message that Christ has risen as he promised. This aligns with scriptural mount, accounts of Easter, such as Luke 24, 67 Um, and and I even have it also tra- like looking at scripture to like reference you know, um, for this very reason, like look, make sure you cross-reference with scripture, even though the readings are scripture. So that's already, it's cross-referenced to begin with, but um, anyways. So, and then I've also trained it to every time it recommends a song, give me the hyperlink to take me to the song on song select or on one license. And so you'll see here, boom. So So it's like a quick way I'm waiting for I'm still researching ways to like get this to be a public facing thing um, so that like we can offer it as a service on liturgy resources. So what I'm doing now is I'm taking all these things and I'm I'm building a plan of resource like, sorry, a liturgy planning guide. Right. So I take the responses, you know, some of the notes that it came up with, because I'll say, hey, and I'll show you guys this live, but I'll say, what's good readings for the first Sunday of Advent? And then it kind of tells me why these are good songs. And I've also given it parameters around, hey, for the entrance, we want songs that are like, you know, tuning our hearts to like what's about to happen. For the offertory, we want to focus on the sacrifice. For communion, we want to focus on, you know, the true presence of the Eucharist. For the recessional, we want to go out evangelize. So kind of these general like, eh, kind of stick to this theme for each of the four sections you can be kind of loose about it. But the thing is I was mentioning earlier with the compli- uh for it being complicated is like, you know, it's kind of subjective in some ways it's, it's, it's objective and it's subjective of like, what's, what is a good entrance song? What is a good communion song? Cause you'll have a lot of opinions, which is also why I'm feeding it other church doctor uh, church, like encyclicals and stuff to kind of help it form this liturgical mind now I haven't I have not gotten anywhere close to that because like I said there's a lot of like different ways to tweak it and tune it. Um so in some ways it was easy it took me a couple hours to spin up what we we're seeing, but I know it's going to take me many more days, weeks, months to really learn how to work within the tooling of ChatGPT. They call it schemas. So like how do I utilize the schemas on the back end? To kind of keep it, if you know, if it's like a bowling alley, how do I put the bumpers up the right way so that, um, you know, it's it's outputting the way that we want it to. And so, you know, hopefully, other Catholic publishers would be. Once I can get this thing more public facing, I'm hoping other publishers would be open to like having their catalogs in here as well. So then we get a nice diverse range of songs. Um, so like, yeah. So like, if I say what. What are some good or recommend songs for this Sunday's Mass? So, what you'll watch it think. So, it'll, we're watching on the screen. It's like doing its thing. You know what? Yeah. So, doing some research with Bing, searching USCCB daily readings for this Sunday, visiting the USCCB website.
0: i oh, telling you what it's doing.
2: Yeah, Did you tell it to do all this, or it already knew it needed to do this?
1: I I told it what to do. So now it's saying, uh, this song celebrates Christ's kingship and victory, resonating with the same thing as Christ the King. Offertory, chosen. The lyrics align with the first reading. So again, it's looking at the readings. And the response to highlighting God's care and selection of his people. Real Presence, that's kind of on the nose because that is a communion song. You Are Jesus for closing. This song is a fitting conclusion proclaiming the glory and kingship of Jesus. And so, like I said, it's got, um, oh, well, see, and this is what I'm saying. It kind of messed up. This CCLI link should have been a hyperlink, and now it's just given us the generic song select website. But, But so, like, it's things like that. I need to correct it so that every single time you're able to click this right cuz we want to give people the chance to like we want to take we don't want we want to limit their clicks right like you could copy and paste this into the ccli song uh the like the search bar and it'll take you directly there but nonetheless like it's it's pretty cool <laughs> so
0: actually you need to add a link that says click here to go purchase this directly from our website
1: yeah no for sure for sure well once we start making more products cuz my thinking is like, look, we've got all this Advent stuff, which is really cool. Um, and it was kind of the, you know, I came about it the same way as what you see here for each Sunday. Um, and then, of course, like I added in my own links to to take you there. Um, but like, because ChatGPT is so smart, like this um, is, this is all HTML. So at some point, I'm going to train it to, output like for my purposes output this plan in this format so because this took me about an hour to like type out get into the columns do the hyperlinking and blah 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 it's just a bunch of tedious work but at some point i'm hoping chat gpt can actually output it in this format for me so i'm literally just copying and pasting um and I, i know it can do it but like i said man it's like it's it's just all about the small tweaks so um but that's, it's
0: that's, that's what's going to make it proprietary in a way. Obviously, it's it is and it's not because you're using Chat GPT as the engine, but like you're still making like a custom planner using someone else's engine, which I think is where like the difference is going to be for like when another company, say OCP or some other publisher, says, Oh, we're going to try and do this on our own because they have access to Open AI too. Right. but you can't get it to tweak just right. Cause we're the ones who figured out the proprietary quote uh, parameters. Right. Or for us, but you.
3: <laughs>
1: sure. 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 Um,
3: yeah. So let me, let me do something real quick for a mass. How much time are you spending trying to plan out which songs you're picking and all oh. that kind of stuff versus this took 15 seconds.
0: It's the most tedious, in my opinion, Will might have a different one, but out, out of all the components of planning for a mass, it's definitely the most tedious um, part for me, but and I kind of told Will, Will this the other day when he shared it with me, there's also, you know, there's also some, there's a lot of benefit to it being tedious and to being a thing that I have to really pray through and think through and like even do my own research through. And as 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 a as somebody who's planning a liturgy, like I'm bringing my own my own personal experience to it, and a lot of in a lot of ways, that's what makes certain worship leaders, I guess, or just directors of music, whatever you want to say, kind of stand out. Like I like to go to this mass at this parish because I like the music that they select, um, and it's because the music director has personal human say in that. And so this kind of takes that element away, um, which I think is a caveat. But at the same time, I think with the nuance that you can program into it, there's there's definitely no replacement for a, a human selecting the songs, but it, it's definitely convenient.
1: <laughs> well, and what's cool, because you're right. Now, let me say this. like, What's cool about what we're doing here is as our catalog grows, like, for me, I forget half the songs we could potentially play. So in in a sense, like, because we do a lot of work with a lot of great Catholics, it's so easy to fall back on like, oh, well, I'll just play 10,000 Reasons or Greater You, Lord. I've played, you know, everyone loves it. But like to to give, to be able to, I mean, just this past, you know, as of today's recording, um, this past Sunday, the 33rd Sunday, Ordinary Time, Year A, gospel was um, the talents and like, let's not, you know, the guy who buries his talents is, is he shouldn't have. Right. And, and so like we as musicians, as songwriters, like we're trying to give these talents back to God. And so, you know, at least the benefit for this being trained on our catalog for now is like, Oh, we can suggest these songs to people who maybe don't know them or even ourselves who haven't played them. Like, you know, on the liturgy plan for Advent, I think renew me was on there. I'm like, You know, Louis, I mean, all of us were—we recorded that song ten years ago. Like, I'm a vocalist in that song. (laughs) When's the last time any of us ever even played it? You know, so it's like to like be able to the talents that that God has given us. You know, I I just think what's exciting, at least, again, to share with the world, at least, at least using this as a tool to help us with the liturgy planning. Like, because Louis, um, you know at least for for right now this is an internal liturgy resource tool that we'll use to publish for people so it saves me time yep. us time as like a okay what from our catalog fits based off the readings and other scripture and then we'll let music directors use that and i'm assuming and i i would be and i would, I'm okay with this that like if a music director looks at this website they're just going to use it for inspiration. They're not going to be like, oh, all four of those songs, I'll do it. I mean, that'd be great if they did, but even myself, like I wouldn't have. And also when I was making that page based off of the litter GPT, like I did make tweaks based off of what it recommended. There were two or three songs like, you know what? I'm glad it said this, but I do know this other song would fit better in Advent. So I'm just going to add this instead. So like I kind of gave it the human intervention on my end. And so um
0: the caveat that, if, if, and when this goes public, I think that's, that's what most of us do because like CCLI, they have their own selections before CCLI started doing their own liturgy planning. I had two or three resources that I would look at every Sunday Mm -hmm. that had like, they would draw themes for me and they would uh, have selections like old hymn style selections and like some contemporary ones as well. And I would kind of just use them all. And then also, like you said, it'd be inspired on my own. Um, from from looking at what they suggested plus what I was getting on my own kind of you know internal feedback so th- that's, that's a really good point and I think that most I think that's probably what is what most music directors do so this is really just another useful resource that they can look to and this one like you said right now is using our catalog which is really sure. nice
1: Right, right, and and the other thing too, man, is I'm, you know, I'm thinking future proofing of, in some ways, of like, right now our catalog has maybe like 120 original songs, um, but in 10 years, maybe we'll have a thousand. Like, how do you, how do you as a liturgy planner try to recall? every single song or like go, you know, for every single Sunday. So to have like a super computer to comb through all the lyrics and, and I can, I mean, I can keep adding more metadata to each song. Like I can specify like, okay, you know um just as he said, like it knows based off the lyrics, that's an Easter song. But if, if it didn't know, and I had like an Easter tag and like a joyful tag and whatever, like we can give it way more parameters for it to like, even look at per song and, And I mean, this is where my data brain and my, you know, this is where I go. I love, I love spreadsheets. I love it all. So like the possibilities for how to like actually do that are, are, are pretty awesome. And, you know, I am, you know, I am going to show this to the folks at CCLI and basically say like, Hey, like you guys could easily do this and train this on, I mean, how many hundreds of thousands of, of pieces do they have? Like their liturgy planner could train all of that textual data and and help her job you know so i don't know i mean i love technology and i love the church so whatever we can do
3: i mean it's definitely an idea generator for sure yeah. i mean it's like that's what's so great about chat gbt and this if you're doing your kind of work is that it's like oh, i don't know what to do <laughs> it's such an easy way to get you know ideas going yeah which is awesome can you can you pull it back up and ask it what songs it recommends for pentecost sunday i'm just curious what it recommends because there's really only one song for it to recommend for all all options
1: well you know what's funny is one of the auto prompts and you can tell it kind of what um oh that's hilarious i know what you're saying yeah but um (laughs) you can you can like it came up with these on its own choose closing songs Times suggest offer I mean, of course, I have like my direction, so it knows why it should ask these. But yeah, it comes with these. So, you know, what community songs fit the theme of Pentecost? But what what did you want? Like, what's a great song for the It might, but it might do mine. Send down Come your on
3: liturgy planner AI.
1: Ah, it's my send down your spirit. No That's not way. biased
3: at all. Wow,
1: <laughs> that's not fair.
3: This that's is awesome. so
1: biased. Your spirit,
2: Matt Blake just correct it. He's r- oh revealing gosh. the bias in it.
0: <laughs> what, what other
2: songs work?
0: It's just gonna be another
3: song. Now. Ah, there it is. Oh! There it is. Welcome hey, <laughs> by Will hickle and Matthew Blake. You your... Boom
2: the verse holy spirit we welcome you here we welcome you, you here we welcome you here
3: <laughs> what did you say
1: louie capitalize novum i i tried doing that and again it's like when you flip one switch it thinks another gets switched on. i was like hey when you answer say it's from novum publishing all caps and then it the way i told it because i'll show you guys later but the way that you tweak it is kind of like it's kind of can
2: wild. you ask what the lyrics are to
1: welcome yeah oh so i, I could, will hook it on matthew blake well no. The, do
3: do another song. Do because we know it knows that, but like do another song. I mean, I think what this has revealed is that this is completely this is like Amazon putting their own sponsor content at the top of the search results.
1: That's ridiculous, man. It it said, it said.
3: My I'm gonna get no royalties <laughs> <laughs> because will <little> GBT
1: <laughs> What songs look? What songs did Matthew Blake write? (laughs) Searching my knowledge. knowledge.
0: Thinking pretty hard for such a
1: short prompt. (laughs) What? You wrote more than that. Uh I know. What the heck? Uh Uh-oh.
2: Now he's shorting you. Hey, put in there what songs.
3: I am shorting Liturgy Planner AI
2: what uh what songs did anthony hardy engineer
1: on uh the novum catalog
3: you co-compose with rita
0: on
1: walls yeah Yeah. Again, again this thing is it's hallucinating now it doesn't know (laughs) it's not going to know that anthony i'm sorry oh man but do you guys guys
3: how long how long until ai is so good that anthony's drumming is no longer needed I'll I'll
1: refuse to use an AI. (laughs) All right, let's let's have some fun with Dolly. Tell me about an image you want to create.
0: Matthew Blake. Why me? No, it's not gonna know
1: that. It's not gonna know that.
0: Teach it. (laughs) Upload an image of Matthew Blake.
3: (laughs) Matthew Matthew Blake on a bus going to Stoumenville Conference as a sixteen-year-old,
0: looking mentally challenged. Oh God.
1: Oh, Louie <laughs> It's a family friendly podcast
2: <laughs> Great now we gotta put a now we got a censor sign on the uh the podcast
3: yeah, thanks description Luke. But, uh... thanks Luke. nothing has changed in 20 years.
1: <laughs> okay, okay uh create a picture of Matthew Blake sitting on a bus to. On a uh, what? What kind of bus was it? It was like a charter bus.
2: The Steubenville Youth Conference. Yeah.
3: I wasn't sad. <laughs> I wasn't anti. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: lost and lost. That probably is true.
0: Wishing he was at Clements High School.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, high school. Such a weird time of life. (laughs) Do you guys ever think about that? Grace and I always talk about high school. We're like, man, I am so glad that part of life is over.
1: I I sometimes have dreams about it. It's weird. Like not they're not good or bad they're just like i'm in high school i'm like why am i dreaming about this i
0: have one dream about high school and it's a nightmare that it never ends actually it's when will comes into the bathroom and talks to (laughs) guys
1: tell them that story lou while i find a picture of matthew blake i can send you a picture
0: i'm sure they know
1: Send me, send me a picture. Send me a picture, Anthony. Uh, just look back in the in the text. The <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: no, no, you got to Photoshop a picture of Matt wearing the uh, the stupid AI badge thing. The
3: dude, He's can on. you put the video oh, yeah. on the end of the podcast for our for our for Eric Wilkes? What video? The AI pin video. The Mary Kay AI kitchen timer pin video. This whole video, this whole podcast is a video. No, I know, but can you can you add in the video that I sent? the demo video. Oh yeah, kitchen timer.
1: Sure, yes, yes, I can add. I'll stitch that in. Just remind me.
3: I'll send it to you so it's fresh.
1: Hey, pun. Hey. It is fresh. Cause you're fresh, dude. Where the heck? Fresh out the kitchen timer. Where did that picture go, Anthony? Should be in that thread somewhere. Maybe I didn't scroll up high enough.
3: Our listeners are clicking
1: plus fifteen, plus fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, they miss us. They're like, we can't get enough. We're gonna stay. Well, they're committed to us. Okay, okay. Let just me just do d- the academy one where he's wearing the academy shirt. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna oh,
2: the just... one shirtless with a mustache. That's what all I'm right. going for. What, <laughs> all right, fine. I'll, I'll resend it. I'll resend no, it. By no, the no, way, no, my,
3: no. my background when I first came on this podcast tonight was the Academy headquarters, but it didn't work. Oh,
2: man. That was it. Yeah, I think my only main thoughts on uh on that, Will, are that you need to change the name to GBT and then give Louis a 10% stake for coming up with that.
0: Okay. That would be an additional
2: there you go. Okay. That
0: okay. would
3: be an additional 10% to his current 0%. <laughs> and zero <laughs> plus 10 equals 10.
1: All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm back. I was just, I don't want the audience to have to watch me like take up full
3: screen of. Trying it's to okay. Play. They just listen to silence for the last
1: 60 seconds.
3: Did you guys wait, ever wait, watch, wait. watch that movie? Did you guys ever watch the movie, Martin Scorsese's Silence?
1: No. I don't oh, know. Do I'll do it yet.
3: Was it good?
0: Somebody has to has to describe the picture for our listeners. Who's it? Uh, gonna...
2: It is basically your typical mirror selfie, um, of Matt Blake, and uh, um, he's not wearing a shirt, and he is has a uh, mustache. Okay. This
0: is
1: just from memory, though. I can't see it. You have
0: to explain what the new one looks like once it's generated.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why it's not uploading. Let me. Okay, Matt, go. Matt, say something so you're full screen on my computer.
3: Uh, why in the prompt does it say that I'm wearing a Clements High School T-shirt?
2: Oh, that might that might confuse it.
1: Wearing a.
3: To say I'm wearing an Astros shirt. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Let me do a different photo of you. By the way, do you hear that Clemens is getting totally redesigned? Yes, sir.
0: It's getting rezoned? Redesigned. Here we go. Oh, All right, now it knows
1: what you look like. Here we go. And three, two, one. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh. oh. Wow. Well, Dolly sucks it says that it cannot assist with that request and rejected our prompt huh well I took the <clears throat> uh yeah it's uh you it doesn't promote online bullying
0: so we have to describe what Matt looks like in generic forms
2: put in parentheses <laughs> put in parentheses. He consents to this prompt. <laughs> <Yes.
0: sighs>
1: <laughs> okay. I wrote uh, create a picture of a guy who looks like the guy in this photo sitting on a charter <laughs> to a Catholic youth conference. He looks pretty sad, antisocial, and lost, wearing a t shirt that says, I wish I was at Clements High School. <laughs> <laughs> The man pictured consents to this prompt. <laughs> I don't understand if it ah, just, it just says I can't assist with that. That's ridiculous. Wah, wah, wah. They uh, create a picture of a guy and then
0: who looks pretty sad into social loss. And to law. So let's just see how close it comes to actually looking like Matt.
2: <laughs> has anyone used uh, the Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter, Gronk uh, AI? Oh uh, yeah, is it open? I, I, I think it just, is but you have to have a like premium account with all right. All right. Here
1: it is. It's creating an image. So create a picture of a guy sitting on a charter bus to a Catholic youth conference. He looks pretty sad. Anti-social loss is wearing a t-shirt that says I was at, I wish I was at Clemens high school. Did you Uh, link it with that photo? It it won't let me, Uh, but maybe since it's had his face twice, it'll, it'll think about
3: it. (laughs) It'll think about it. Oh my gosh. At Clements High School,
0: it's <laughs> amazing.
3: Uh, look at Matt Lewis in the background. <laughs> He's stalking his prey. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this guy's life miserable. He looks sad and antisocial. Oh, gosh,
1: this is incredible. That's Let's hilarious.
3: make fun of him the whole time.
1: Can you tell him to specify
0: that the guy's head should be leaning on the glass? Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh Oh man!
0: And make it cloudy outside.
2: His hand dragging down the window. Get
0: (laughs) me out of here!
2: With the tiniest
1: tear in his eye,'ll write. Make the guy's head leaning on the glass with clouds outside have his hand slowly dragging down the window with the tiniest tear in his eye. <laughs>
0: I have another addition to this after this is done.
1: Oh this is fun. This, this is, fun.
0: is a lot of fun. <laughs> Even the name type it says Matt. And also make sure the rest of the bus is laughing at him. Oh
1: no, that's mean.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, look at this! Whoa, look at that! How does he turn his hand like that? Oh, wow. that's weird. Remember? Guys, do you remember they can't do hands very well?
3: I wish I would See what the shirt says. <laughs> I wish look I wasn't. the guy on the shirt.
0: Look <laughs> 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 at his hand. Is <laughs>
1: oh man yeah that's a left hand on his right arm
2: (laughs) that's weird (laughs) that's crazy
1: yeah
0: so I've heard that faces and hands are the ones that get the most messed up with this stuff
2: but still I mean it just came out of that with nothing right
1: oh man I I... (laughs) who's
3: the guy on the shirt (laughs) that's Louie that's That's Matt Lewis (laughs) (laughs)
0: Just <laughs> oh reminding
3: God. you that he's always watching,
2: <laughs>
0: looking for
3: an opportunity to ruin you. Oh man!
2: Do you get unlimited uh, prompts when you
1: subscribe? You get forty prompts in a matter of three hours. Is Dolly's GPT four? This is no Dolly's not. This is part of G- Dolly's GPT four, GPT uh mm. liturgy. AI is GPT four and all of it combined. It's like I'm using this, this, and this, and uh it's this is all counting towards my 40 for the three hours. Oh wow. And you have to pay. So um how much is it? Uh 20 bucks a month.
0: <laughs>
2: see my so my main thing is if like you're paying twenty bucks a month, but it still kind of like centers you in a way on a lot of stuff. Which is good and bad, I guess. But, like, I wonder if the Twitter one—I wonder how it performs comparatively.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm interested as well. One of the other things I'll show you that I've built, um, like a custom GP, custom GPT on, is. <laughs> That's <is> crazy. <laughs> the clouds are in, <laughs> Colette's <laughs> high school, chartered fifty. This thing is hallucinating. Matthew. I wish I was at Clement, <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good though
3: uh, that's fun, all right, should we wrap?
1: um, yeah, well, let me show you guys another one actually yeah we can we can wrap and and then we can wrap the show, and I'll show you a couple more things that the audience probably doesn't care for.
3: Well thanks everyone for joining us for our first annual half in dev day. <laughs> That's the closing. You didn't even give us intros. What were we <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have in, I I don't have any intros planned. That's fair. Okay. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Ride
1: in the Chevy. ride, ride in the Chevy. In Chevy, ride, ride in in Chevy, riding in, in my Chevy بالرعد ماشي in, in my بالرعد ماشي in my بالرعد ماشي بالرعد in my ماشي run in my ماشي بالرعد ماشي بالرعد ماشي بالرعد
3: ماشي بالرعد ماشي بالرعد in my ماشي